Hey moms, this is Heidi St. John. I got a question for you today. Have you ever really stopped to track how much TV or video game time you and your kids are having during the week or even the weekend? But mostly I'm thinking of the week. Like how how often are we tracking uh, what's going on with our kids and video games? I got to tell you, for me, um, as a mother in this generation, this has been a huge struggle in our family. Our kids love video games. We've got two boys who love them. Uh, we travel a lot. We've spent a lot of time in a, in a car and in a motorhome traveling across the country. When you do that, uh, there's only so many things that you can do. <laughs> so our kids have become adept at learning to play games on the iPad. And we watch them and we we do you know as good a job as we can of making sure that the games that they're playing and the things that they're doing are not harmful to them. But more and more, I'm getting emails and questions from moms who I see when I'm speaking about the, uh, their interaction with their children who seem to be spending so much time on the internet and on video games today. So I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions for helping your kids break free from unhealthy habits that they might have, um, either time too much time that they spend on the internet or uh, just uh, whether it's videos or TV or whatever it is. But before I get started, I want to remind you that we have a sponsor for our podcast. This series is sponsored by Firmly Planted Family. And if you haven't checked out Firmly Planted Family, I hope that you will. Uh, this is the nonprofit organization that is actually run by my husband and myself. We started it and, and there's a board of directors and our purpose is to encourage families to get into God's word together. We have spent several years writing a Bible study for families that has been reviewed uh, by Dr. James Dobson on Family Talk Radio. Kathy Duffy has reviewed it. Um, it's getting fantastic feedback from the parents who are using it. And I hope that you will go and check it out. Uh, Firmly Planted Family is a 501c3. And our whole goal is to give parents to equip them uh, and give them tools to be able to raise their family in the way that God intended. So check out Firmly Planted Family at firmlyplantedfamily.org. All right, so one of the things that comes to my mind immediately when I, you know, my husband and I talk about this subject all the time at our house, because we struggle with it, as I said earlier, I'm not claiming to have all the answers right now, but I will say this, what we've noticed with our with our kids is that when we are purposeful in our parenting with them, we are on top of their video game time. As a general rule, most of the time when they spend hours and hours on the occasions that they do spend hours and hours playing a video game or in there, you know, down on the couch watching a movie, it's because I'm tired. I'm just going to be perfectly honest with you. It's like a, you know, a babysitter. And I remember growing up when our parents got a VCR, it was a huge deal. Some of you remember that, you know, there was the the beta version of it that came out and then there was the VCR and then there was uh, DVDs and it became a babysitter for my parents. And we would spend, you know, we'd go to the, we'd go to Blockbuster Video or wherever it was after school and we would rent videos for the weekend and we could rent, you know, five or six or seven videos and we would watch them. Well, and then we had Atari, right? Some of you might remember uh, Pong and Space Invaders. I do, I remember all those games. And man, we have come a long way since then. And I guess my heart in talking to you about the subject, because I really believe we're we're starting to see um, it's it's a habit. Like this has become a habit. This 
video games and parents allowing their kids to watch it and sometimes not knowing what's going on because the internet has made everything so accessible. And that we see, we run into the same problem with pornography. I was just talking to a woman several weeks ago at a conference that I was in in Dallas, and she was talking to me about the effects of the internet on her home and her life. And and honestly, for as much good as it's caused, I think it's also brought a lot of uh, suffering and sin, frankly, into our lives. So uh, there's a lot of good things about the internet, and I know that, but I'm going to focus on a couple of things that are difficult today. And I want to take you first to the word of God, because that's always where we need to start. Psalm 90 verse 12 says, teach us to number our days aright so that we can gain a heart of wisdom. And I think for parents, that verse can be you know, translated into, Lord, teach us how to help our kids uh, use their time wisely. The Bible says in Proverbs 2 verse, uh, in Proverbs 2 verse 6, that the Lord grants wisdom. And so I think as parents, we need now more than ever to know how to be wise in parenting our kids. How do we navigate this culture that is so inundated with uh, uh, things that can be found on the internet? I did a little bit of research before I did this, uh, before I started recording this podcast, and I found something really fascinating over at ABC News. They released a survey, and the the date on this is newer. It's like 2014, but the survey started in 2007 and went through February of of last year. And basically they're they're saying that they, you know, they called I don't know. It was over 100 uh kids that were playing, you know, and just asked them, "Do you play video games? How much TV do you watch?" And where is it? I know it's on Oh, there it is. So it's a nationally representative sample of 1000 102 young people ages 12 to 17 and their parents. So among other things, the survey found that 97% of young people play video games. That's 99% of boys and 94% of girls with little difference in the percentages uh, in various racial and ethnic um, and income groups. So in fact, 7% of those surveyed said that they didn't have a computer at home. That's not very, that's not very many. But they did, if they didn't have a computer, they did have a game console like PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo, whatever. Uh, the second thing they found is that they play often. And in the survey, half of the kids who were surveyed said that they had played a video game the previous day. And my initial, you know, my thought was, and I bet you at least half of those half were lying and they had played a video game the day before and just didn't want to say it. Maybe they were sitting with their parents or whatever. Anyway, this the survey goes on to talk about how they got their hands on the games. And many, many of those kids, uh, the young kids, were able to get their hands on games that were rated M for Mature or AO, which is adults only. And three quarters of parents said that even though they were always or sometimes checking the ratings of their kids' games, over half of the boys who were questioned ended up with a game that their parents didn't know that they had. So somehow they're getting their hands on these games. And I think what we're finding is um, not only is it a huge waste of time, it's a colossal waste of time and energy, but it's become sort of a crutch for parents. And so if, if this is something that is uh, on your heart or you know that this is an issue in your own home today, um, I'm going to give you a couple of ways, a couple of suggestions that you can break your kids um, and yourself, really, of some of the unhealthy habits that we get into when we're uh, trying to parent our kids in really a video generation. I call it the sort of the E generation. And I'm going to encourage you to be goal-oriented and really parent your kids on purpose. That means uh, 
that we don't get the breaks that we would like to get oftentimes. I'm not saying that you can't, you know, have an app and you can't mellow out, but so often, uh, I mean, the work of parenting, I don't know how you guys feel, but stinking, if I'm not exhausted at the end of the day, I'm doing it wrong. You know, I have so many children in my life and I'm finding as they get older and, you know, three of our, two of our kids are grown. Uh, we have a son who's getting ready to graduate from high school, another one who's going into high school. And I am discovering that as my kids are getting older, they're actually requiring more of my time emotionally. The investment is greater on um, on the back end emotionally than it was on the front end when we started parenting. So in the beginning of parenting, all of our energy was put out into just taking care of the physical needs of our children, you know, clothing and uh, diapers and dishes and laundry and feeding, all of those things that seem so, so um time-consuming on the front end of parenting, as they get older and can do those things for themselves, I think the challenges are greater uh, because they're emotional challenges and they're spiritual challenges, which are uh, a lot of times harder to uh, keep uh, a handle on. And we've got to keep our finger on the pulse of what our kids are doing. So the first thing I want to encourage you to do is just set clear viewing boundaries. Don't wait until the first day of summer vacation to talk to your kids about how much time they're spending uh, on on their video games, it's a good idea right now to just set aside, you know, set some time aside and sit down with your kids and find out how much time are they are they spending uh, playing video games, or are they watching uh, TV in their room or whatever. And I think so often uh, for me as a mom, it is easy to get into the habit of just saying, "Well, I'll I'll address it tomorrow." It's frustrating, isn't it? I mean, it's frustrating for me. Um, when I've got something I want to do, they're going to be quiet and sit in their room and play games, right? Let's be honest. Uh, but I notice that when we let our kids do it too much, not only are we having, do we have end up having respect issues, but the kids become lazy. They're not, uh, and I'm going to be talking about this on the next podcast. We're going to talk about chores and children, but uh, I'm a huge proponent of getting your kids off of the couch and into doing chores or reading good books. Um, I'm going to list on my website today, a couple of resources, a book list in particular that I have found recently uh, that's been great, really good suggestions for books that uh, you can read or have your kids read alone. The other thing is to set limits on your TV. Just figure out a maximum amount of viewing hours you want each day for your child. And then here's the thing, you got to stick to it. Um, And if you don't know how many hours your kids are watching TV, then start paying attention. And if you start to feel a little bit of like, ooh, I don't know if this is all right, expect a little pushback from your kids. You know, you're the parent, be the mom, you know, be the parents, tell your kids, hey, I'm sorry you don't like it, but this is what we're doing. And then stick with it. Uh, Hold your kids accountable. You know, maybe you need to begin to wean them away uh, from the video games or they're they're spending too much time uh, viewing or whatever by just um, taping a piece of paper to your TV set. Uh, I actually Instagrammed a piece of paper that I taped to our TV set a couple of years ago, and it said, "Attention, you know the 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 next time I come down here, if this if this TV is turned on, whoever is uh, responsible for turning it on is going to be cleaning all the bathrooms in the house that day." And you can bet that they didn't turn it on; they left it off the entire day. So uh, let your kids know that you're you want to talk to them about this. Make them aware that you're aware that you don't think it's cool, that you would like to have not control, but just awareness. Well, and control too. You're the parent. It's all right for you to be in control. To say you want greater control over what they're doing and how much television they're watching and how many video games they're playing and all those those kinds of things. You might want to encourage your kids to use a timer. This is what we do at our house. In fact, I have a timer that's shaped like a rooster because I did 
a series called The Distracted Mom. Many of you listening to me right now have heard me do that. And I have told my kids for a long time, these are like roosters. When we get distracted from things we're supposed to be doing, it's like chasing a rooster around the hen house. And so I actually had timers made, 60-minute timers that are shaped like roosters, and they say the busy mom on them. If you're interested in those, you can find them at my website or just about any place that I speak throughout the year. I'm a huge fan of timers. And that's a great way to wean your kids off of out of a bad habit. And I, I'd encourage you, I guess, um, maybe don't send your kids with the timer, but keep it yourself. So you can tell your child, all right, I'm going to give you a half an hour to play Minecraft or whatever it is that they're doing. And then set the timer where you'll hear it so that when the timer goes off, you can stop what you're doing and go and say, hey, timer went off, time to turn it off. And don't be afraid of uh, taking control of that situation in your family so that your kids know, hey, my, my parents care about me. I talked to a dad recently and he said he pretty much raised himself. He, was, uh, he graduated from high school around the same time I did in, uh, in, the, uh, in the 80s. And he said, you know, his parents didn't ask him if he brushed his teeth. They didn't care how many video games he was playing. They didn't um, ask him where he had been or what he was, you know, why he was home late or whatever. And it really messed with him as an adult. And I want to encourage you, if you're struggling with this, your kids really need to know that it matters to you. And not just because you're trying to be control freak, but because you're trying to help them develop healthy habits that are going to take them into adulthood. So go ahead and just uh, don't be afraid to use a timer and start helping your kids be more disciplined about the way that they use their time. The Bible says in Ephesians that we're supposed to be careful how we live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. And that's a great verse to share with your kids. Just say, hey, look, this is what the Bible says. You know, you don't like it? Sorry. You know, this is, we're trying to live wise lives uh, and God is the one who determines uh, what wisdom looks like. The next thing I would say is just to offer uh, alternatives for being plugged in. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, I will put that book up online for you uh, to give you ideas of books. Take your kids to the library, get outside, go to the park, give them options uh, for playing outside. You know, when we were kids, we had lots of distractions. You know, the internet was not around, but we certainly had video games and there was certainly television. And our parents, um, my husband's parents especially, did a really good job uh, getting him outside. And it gave him not only a work ethic, but just a desire to actually get involved in life around them. So don't go trying to fill every hour uh, of life in for your kids. Your kids need to learn how to manage their own time and entertain themselves. But it is a good uh, idea to offer them alternatives, uh, not the least of which is get outside and get some exercise, you know, breathe, uh, breathe in some fresh air. Um, if you are noticing that you're, that the television is monopolizing your kid's life or they're withdrawing or you have behavior flare-ups between you guys when you can't, when they can't watch TV like they would like, or they can't play video games like they would like, it might be time to make a change. And if that's you today, uh, now's a good, now's a good opportunity. You know, sit down and talk with your husband and then get together with your kids. Be the parents. God has given you and trusted his kids to you. And you have the opportunity to teach them how to live life in the real world. For more encouragement, visit me online at The Busy Mom. 